When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While I am not one that subscribes to the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are considering or should be considering a change on the offensive line, if they were going to do so, it starts this week. And this is the last and biggest test that Dan Moore Jr. has before, well, a window opens for change. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, an offensive line change that, again, I don't necessarily believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are sitting here debating on whether or not they are going to replace Dan Moore Jr. with Broderick Jones. I just... Don't know if that's on their agenda. They have too many other areas of focus. At this point, we've heard at least a hundred times that cohesion is so key and so crucial to the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line success that changing that right now, only three or four weeks into the season, doesn't align with their message. That being said, they fully acknowledge that this team is something special. And yeah. We could dive into the whether or not this is a Super Bowl contending team or not. You have to prepare as as such. You have to prepare your team if you believe that it can go on a run like it is built for one. Like there is nothing that could stop it. Like there could be no excuses at the end of the season for how far you went because of this personnel or that personnel or this player or that player. Left tackle is an easy one for the Pittsburgh Steelers only because they have a first round option, one that they traded up for, one that they invested highly in with the 14th overall pick that almost assured he will be the future of the position. Broderick Jones is the future left tackle of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is the franchise protector of Kenny Pickett. If that's the guy that's going to stick around forever, He is your guy. It's just a matter of when he is going to be subbed in and when he is going to claim his role as the starter over Dan Moore Jr. I'll give you this. While Dan Moore, I believe, did earn the job during the summer, did win the job in training camp, and Broderick Jones, while he did impress, did struggle as well at times, I think that Moore's play in the first three weeks of the season, they have justified the conversation. So far this year, more and, you know, read what you want into pro football focuses, rankings or grades or whatever. But so far, he's got a 29.2 overall grade. And again, I do not subscribe to PFF as a baseline for anything. I look at them and just say, yeah, well, most of the time it's inaccurate. I think it's hilarious sometimes when guys like Miles Garrett do almost nothing in a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and TJ Watt who wins a game or Alex Highsmith who wins a game in that same game find themselves with a lower score. So at that point, what are grades? What are PFF grades? And 
how much can you really latch on to them in a, in a debate or an argument. But there is more alarming stats and numbers that represent, uh, okay, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers should at least to some degree consider making the move. Okay, let's start here. So far this season, 50% of Kenny Pickett's pressures that he has faced have come from two positions on the offensive line, the left tackle and the center spots. 32% of that is from the left tackle. This season, according to Pro Football Focus, Dan Moore has allowed 18 total pressures, five hits allowed, and just one sack. And you're thinking, okay, well, it's only one sack. Well, pressures as we've learned over the years, play probably a bigger role or just as significant of a role as sacks actually do. And they force the quarterback's hands in many ways. You could ask Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace and have them thank TJ Watt for their multiple interceptions against the Las Vegas Raiders because that man put on a clinic of pressure and forcing the quarterback into bad situations and rattling him in pretty clutch and key moments. Dan Moore has made life very difficult for Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett loves to go to the left. Yeah, you got to look at it as always protecting his blind side. That's as significant as it comes, and I 100% agree. But at the same time, what Dan Moore Jr. has to do is assure Kenny Pickett that when he is ready to move, when he is ready to leave the pocket, there's a 90% chance he's going to the left side. And if Dan Moore is just going to make life miserable over there and not be able to hold a block, Kenny Pickett is going to feel all sorts of out of place. And that is not what you want for your second-year quarterback. That's not what you want for a guy that you are relying on to build this offense and make it something wonderful, make it something successful. If Kenny Pickett is going to succeed, your offensive line has to succeed first. And Dan Moore Jr., I just don't think, has hit that point yet. Now, again, I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers do not view this situation the same as many others do. I have not once gotten a vibe or a sense that the Steelers are looking to make a change at left tackle or along the offensive line at all, but it's their most obvious position that they could change if they were going to. And at some point, just because he's Broderick Jones, just because he's a first round pick, that conversation could come up and it could be realistic. Unlike guys like Nate Herbig taking over at center or the Pittsburgh Steelers going out and finding another veteran or doing this or doing that. I mean, you could pick every position. Right now, Jonathan Taylor's name's been tossed out with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you have to question yourself, what are we even talking about? There are many, many positions that you could have that conversation and that same reaction to. Left tackle's one that actually makes some sense, and when you're talking about being realistic with this team and changes that could be made, that seems like the only one on the offensive line that they'd be willing to make this season. When is the next question? And I think now is a prime opportunity, not just for Dan Moore Jr., but for the Steelers as a whole to get one final test for their left tackle. Against the Houston Texans in week four, the Pittsburgh Steelers, while Dan Moore doesn't have to deal with the likes of Will Anderson, and that's probably a good thing, Jonathan Greenard, Greenyard, excuse me, is not an overlooked commodity or an overlooked player along the Houston Texans defensive line. So far, he's got a 63.3 PFF grade, eh, whatever. Five pressures allowed this season, four hurries, one sack, seven stops. So even if his PFF grade isn't great, even if he's no Will Anderson, 
he is a threat and he's definitely somebody that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to monitor and have to take care of if Kenny Pickett is going to be successful. And that should just be where the baseline is. It shouldn't be, oh, Dan Moore had a good game against whoever. It should just be, this is an opportunity for Dan Moore to take on somebody who does make some impact, but isn't a superstar, isn't Miles Garrett. We don't have to judge him against anybody spectacular, or even if it was Will Anderson, have to judge him against somebody who is a rising star. This is just a middle-of-the-line player, a guy who can make an impact in a game, but isn't viewed as somebody who could change the game at that point that is where dan moore jr should just thrive there should be no instances where you have to worry there should be no beats on dan moore jr it should be a game that is smooth and fully capable in his hands and one that you walk away from saying okay well dan lived to see another week because that performance was easy easy should be the key word if it's not if jonathan greenyard has a game and makes some impact at that point you're looking at this going okay now's the time to start making adjustments and i don't know if it happens immediately but i think that it happens during the bye week and that's the best opportunity for the pittsburgh steelers to make that change to say hey okay broderick you're gonna step in here after baltimore you're gonna take the snaps over those two weeks you're gonna come back against the rams and you're gonna start at left tackle that would be the game plan now is where it starts. The Steelers aren't going to make that decision against Baltimore because Baltimore has too many excuses. Oh, well, they have this guy. They have that guy. They're just that good. Houston doesn't have that excuse. There is no excuses. It's it's a good game or it's a bad game, and then the wheels will be put into motion. I believe the Steelers, if they are going to make a change, would have that idea in their head after this week going into the bye week doesn't necessarily mean that they'd make the change before Baltimore because I don't believe that they would I think they'd wait another week but they'll use the Texans as their okay this is this is where we're at this is where we need to make a change this is what we need to address and if Dan Moore doesn't come out here and ball out doesn't come out here and show okay this is an easy win for me I could handle this level of talent with no issues then maybe the Steelers have a reason to at least consider a change. And if it's going to happen, now's the time.